welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh my god, Broads, we are back in Bachelor action, okay? (sighs) Everyone breathe a collective sigh of relief. Oh, it's back. Is it the original? No. But you know what? I enjoyed it. I... (laughs) I like it. I really like it. Like, is it really? Are there insane cringe cheese moments because of all the music? Yes. And I love that. I'm so into it. It is a whole new layer with which I can judge people. Exactly. It's perfection. (laughs) It's fantastic. And I don't feel bad about it. (laughs) That's the thing. Listen, we've been in lockdown for like a month and a half now. We're getting, you know, you get a little salty. And now I'm like, this is exactly what my salt needed. I needed to put my saltiness on something. And now I get to put it on the high school musical version of ABC's The Bachelor. I also like that. (laughs) That's hilarious because (laughs) we'll get into it. How obsessed they are with making this and a star is born by high school oh musical my God. is much more accurate. <laughs> I also like that it feels like The Bachelor. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect in terms of that, but it feels very like true to The Bachelor franchise. Yeah, I was a little worried that it was going to feel completely separated from it. And Me then too. I was going to be kind of like, well, I don't know if I can really get into it because I don't feel warm and cozy. I want to say... In this moment of uncertainty in our lives with everything going on, there is really something as much as we can hate on on big Papa Chris Harrison. Sometimes there's something that was a little bit comforting to me to see the mansion, to see Chris Harrison giving out roses. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. Well, did you catch that's, that it's a different mansion? Well, it's a resort. Yes. And I was. Like, conf- it looks like a freaking resort. I was confused at first because I was like, I was pretty sure that they said it was going to take place in the same mansion. And for a second, oh. it looks like that. Right. It kind of has the same yeah. lights and colors to it. And then I'm like, whoa, unless we really didn't see a lot of wings in the bachelor <laughs> mansion, this place is gigantic. No, it's huge. Um. Also, I really like that the cast is fresh. Like, yeah, inevitably, obviously, you have the Bachelor, the Bachelorette lead on every season who's from prior season. Um, And inevitably in stuff like Paradise, even if it's never just the previous cast, like it's always someone from like five years ago. There's always history getting like trolled along. And this is like a clean freaking slate clean slate and i like how everyone's in like a different genre and dresses differently it's not just like oh here's the bachelor with the classic bachelorette girls and then maybe there's one kind of alt girl everyone's different it's fun it's super fun and i I, think i think it's fun too i loved it and i was super i was so glad that i really liked it because i'm super excited to do these recaps now (laughs) me too i know everyone is hating i mean granted the preview looked i just couldn't tell what the fuck was going on yeah but now i have like a better understanding of the structure i've got a vibe for it Mm -hmm. and yeah i like it i like it a lot so i'm stoked on that but you did you want to take just a A little pause to sort of just for any new listeners kind of acknowledge like where we're at and where we're all at in the world right now. I think that that's a really good idea. I'm I'm sure, you know, some people weren't following along while we were we've been recapping Love is Blind, which has been really fun. But um, I think a lot of our Bachelor listeners 
have taken a pause. So if you're back on board now, we just want to say Becca and I, I mean, we, what we've both been, uh, California has been, uh, self, uh, quarantined for what, since like March 18th or something. So I think we, yeah, I think we had a stay at home order almost a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we have been doing this remotely. So right now, Becca and I are chatting via Skype. Um, and, you know, there's not a lot to say. I mean, I've kind of every day when I'm reading the news, like I feel a little bit in shock. I know that we just a few days ago passed um, the number of deaths in, in Italy. And we just want to say that to everyone out there, especially our essential worker broads, we have the utmost gratitude for all of you, our healthcare workers. I mean, all, all the essential workers right now. Um, we are so grateful for you. Yeah. From restaurants to, uh, Postmates drivers to first responders, all of you. Mm -hmm. And as we thank you so much. And as we, you know, go get into all these recaps together, we just want you to know that we definitely are not wanting to ignore what's going on in the world, but we hope that we can just be, you know, a few hours in your week to just take a deep breath, try to laugh, try to just get your mind off of things and just be a broad squad family together um, and have some semblance of, you know, normalcy and continue to do that for all of you as we're going through something that is very strange and horrible, you know, so... Anywho, we love all of you and we're grateful for all of you. And yeah. Yeah. And if you guys have any ideas for guests or topics to cover in the next few weeks, as you know, we've been on sort of a reality TV coverage binge. But I did did just want to note that some of our more, quote, normal content or non-reality TV content will start to come out in the next few weeks once we're done with Love is Blind. And then the second episode of the week will probably be some non-reality TV content. Mm -hmm. And so if anybody has any ideas for that, also like related to um, just kind of everything that's happening right now with COVID-19 or I know some people were um, saying that we should have my midwife on talking about like birthing options for people. Oh, that would be great. Just kind of like some related stuff that people might be interested in. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, please, slide in the please DMs. slide in the DMs. Um, um, but yeah, I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that. And um, yeah, and please do your part too and stay in. I know there are some states that still don't have a uh, stay at home order. And if yeah. you can do that, it really will help. It will really, really help. So stay in, stay safe. And I mean, stay sane, stay sane. And I don't know about you, B, but officially as of like a few days ago, um, L.A. just got um, the news that we are for sure we have hard stay at home orders until now, May 18th. I think they were extended. It's probably Mm going to be at least until the first of June that we're, you know, going to be still here. So yeah, at least we're so broads. We're not going anywhere because here we are stuck in our homes. We will continue to podcast. This cannot take us down. The only thing I'm a little concerned about is that I do have a mullet that is growing out of control now. Oh, no. 
Get on those YouTube tutorials. The wallet is starting to grow down my back. I'm looking a little bit like a hockey player. I don't know what I'm going to do if we're stuck in for that many more months because God knows I don't trust Evan with these scissors in my hair and I don't know how this is going to grow out. So, well, do you have one of those? Um, do you have clippers? I do. Because that's what I would use, used to do when I had a pixie. I would have someone just take the very long clippers and just graze. Oh just graze the batch. <laughs> Not too much. Go long, But I, I hate that stage. I know what you're talking about. Oh, well, my, also, my mullet is just so I already had a mullet and now it's like so long. But I'm thinking maybe that I can just continue to grow it out and our YouTube viewers can just see me like a chia pet start to like over the next few weeks just like grow longer in front of my face and like <laughs> down the back. I think you could do the front. I trust you. I think you could do it. We'll I also see. just wanted to say like a random thing I've been grateful for is um I saw someone's post the other day and they're like what a beautiful time to not have a child or something <laughs> like that which was pretty funny to me. But I was also like, you know, I I know I mean Granted, this is us being able to live in a thousand square foot house with only one child. And I really my heart goes out to those of you out there who are have like three or four kids of varying ages, like in a small apartment trying to stay indoors. So I don't want to like act like it's just all peachy everywhere for parents. But I did want to say I felt grateful because on the flip side, I've realized that having a child has provided me with so much um normalcy and stability in terms of schedule yes. like the fact that I actually have to get out of bed in the morning yes. and that like she has to have a nap at a certain time yes and all that kind of thing has provided so much like routine that I think I would be really kind of losing my mind without yeah absolutely I mean talk to me uh talk to me yesterday I would have agreed with you today you know this morning I, I don't <laughs> feel that way it's a little day to day. The Botox is wearing off. The grays are coming in. <laughs> but I definitely feel you. My heart goes out to so like my heart goes out to like everyone right now because I feel like everyone has some sort of different situation that does make this challenging, whether they're having yeah. to go to work, whether they're alone at home having to stay in, whether they're crammed yeah. in a small place, whether like, you know, there's just so much going on. It's just. Yeah. Oh, well, we do have an official we do have official news about The Bachelorette that has now come out per- via Reality Steve. We have news. Yes. And by the way, this is not a spoiler. It's just dates. So apparently we will be getting The Bachelorette at the vi- at the start of September. So they're going to start filming. We I do not think we will be getting Bachelor in Paradise this year. I think probably now Listen to Your Heart is going to be, you know, its replacement i guess paradise yeah Um, but the crazy thing is that the season is going to be because of what's going on they are going to be renting out a resort in its entirety and filming the entire bachelorette season in this hotel i kind of love it it's kind of amazing it's gonna it's gonna change everything it's gonna be so fresh well, looking at Love is Blind, too, you can find a resort that is going to look like six different places, depending on where you're at there. Right. So it's like you could really spice it up. Right. And but there's going to be no hometowns, which is weird. They're never going to leave. Yeah. And I saw someone like, do you think they're going to video chat with people's families? They have to. Right. You're going to they're going to want to meet people like that is crazy. 
crazy. It's going to be crazy. And I saw someone say this and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about this. They were like, imagine how dramatic this season is going to be because producers are going to know that they can't change location. So they are going to be prodding people like crazy. Everyone's stuck in the same location the entire time. Drama is going to be rampant. That in and of itself is just going to be nuts. Like, I wonder if they'll be moving them around the resort. I also wonder, like, so what do you do? Do you test every single one of the crew members and the cast? Yes, they all have to be. They're all going to get tested. But then it's also nuts because then what? Are they going to fly out the cast and then quarantine them for two weeks and test them? Like, they're going to be on planes. I think that that's what's going to happen. It's absurd. I mean, I'm so fascinated to see how it plays out. This is going to be so wild. It's absurd. There are so many things going on right now that are so trippy. Like, I know that they're moving. Baseball is going to be now uh, located in Arizona. And they're going to have them all. All the baseball players who are willing to participate now are going to be quarantined in Arizona. Play the play the games. And then, but it's going to be filmed. Obviously, no one in the stands. The show must go on, baby. UFC just bought an island and they're calling it Fight Island. And they're going to have all. That's sick. (laughs) That's crazy, dude. (laughs) Like, who knows? Are they going to drop the fighters in from helicopters? And it's going to be like, I mean, what a trip. Like, this is like a whole. And they said, I mean, this is going to be going on now. I mean, it's going to be for probably a a long time that we're going to have to do like adjust things like that because large crowds are not going to be able to be together for a long time. So we're just, you know, we are in a we are in a generation right now that is experiencing a whole shift and this is going to be bizarre and the bachelorette is not excluded. This is going to be, this is going to be a whole different feel to this season. It's going to be bizarre. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, And then also, did you want to real quickly cover, I didn't listen to it, but you listened to um, Peter's interview on the viral files. Yeah. So I listened to most of the interview with Peter and Nick. Um, I heard afterwards um, and I haven't had the opportunity because uh, Ember, (laughs) I've um I've heard that Bachelor Happy Hour is a more dramatic interview because Rachel like goes in hard. Um but and then also almost famous interviewed Kelly and there were some weird But things also about like that. how many hours can you listen to That's to my like thing. Peter you being know, interviewed? I'm we're trying to watch <laughs> recap Love is Blow all these all this reality TV. I'm yeah. like I can't, you know, with the kid. I can only do so much. Um and also for my brain. Um but Uh, So with the interview with Peter and Nick, basically like the main points were um, he is not dating Kelly. I know, right? They're not dating. He says that it could always happen in the future. But basically, like he saw her again a few months after he was filming and they just have this connection. And so then he went to go court he's like good friends with uh so what like hannah and tyler aren't dating too like, i know I mean, i'm like what, are we gonna get that bullshit? are we gonna get that news soon i don't understand but um dustin from um hannah's season i guess him and peter are really good friends and him and kelly uh-huh. are good friends so he's right now quarantined with dustin and kelly the three of them are together and it definitely like He made it sound like there's definitely a potential that Kelly and I could eventually date, which makes me think like they're for sure hooking up in quarantine, but they're not committing. That's what it that's the gist that I get. And yeah, 
I don't, you know, who knows? Such bullshit. I'm still mad that like these people after, well, Peter, Peter is in LA and the fucking stay at home order was in effect when he 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 decided to go, to go quarantine with these other people. Like, come on. Peter, Peter. Um, Also, he was talking about, but that's, that's interesting. He, he brought up the Hannah Brown, uh, uh, conversation where when Hannah Ann said like oh he was you know trying to process the Hannah Brown thing apparently um, him and Hannah Ann were in the middle of a happy couple uh, getaway and Peter had received the screeners you know a few months ahead and he happened to get that episode with him and Hannah Brown in it and Hannah Brown was given that episode too and so she caught con- I guess she slid into his DMs and was kind of like did you see it? That was hard to watch. You know, whatever. I think wanting to just be like, yo, uh, do I? Yeah. Do-? She was kind of sure. like, do I look OK? I'm kind of tripping out. Like she was tripping out about it, whatever. Slid into his DMs. He happened to be with Hannah Ann when Hannah Brown slid into the DMs. So, of course, oh. it, it started a conversation. And Peter then sure. he opened up to Hannah Ann and did was honest with her and said, Hannah Brown slid into my DMs. And I am kind of processing it because that was really hard to watch. Um. Okay. So that was all. And then as far as the Maddie piece, he said that that he's like he's so, said like staunchly, I Maddie and I it that was not for show. That was not like a whole fake thing for TV. Um we definitely were talking. We just hadn't actually seen each other face to face until we were in front of after the final rose. Um they went back. She went back to be with her family for a little bit in her hotel in her hotel room to process it cuz obviously that was intense. And then they spent yeah. they didn't do any press because they spent the whole next day in a hotel room together just talking and processing and kind of were just her like Peter. Yeah, and kind of just she in person were like, "Yo, this is not, you know, we we really care about each other, but like they, he said they had conversations that they should have had on the show, finally, in person, sitting alone in a hotel mm. room. And it was kind of like, we're attracted to each other. We really like each other, but this isn't going to work long run. And then, like, parted ways. And then oh. he talked about Barb and, you know, basically defended his mother and was like... Yeah, of course. Did she go about it, 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 it you know, wrong? Yes. He's like, but I stand by the fact that Barb, he's like, the, the, it is a mother's love that she didn't care what she looked like on television. And she thought that I was <laughs> making the wrong decision. And she didn't care that it was in front of millions of people. She was going to say what she wanted to say. She's a savage. <laughs> Dude, I mean, what are you going to say? She's savage. Oh my God, Barb! Um, but yeah, so there uh, was a, there it, the tea was not piping hot. Let's just put it that way. Well, I'm freaking stoked to get into this. Let now, yeah, into I, this new shit. Listen, I'm ready. Listen, let's to leave the heart. past behind us. <laughs> let's and leave let's the past behind us. I'm ready to. I'm ready to talk about Sheridan. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, dude? I I like this show. I, I really, really like the show. I'm I not know. gonna say love yet. I'm gonna wait because you know the first episode's juicy three or four might get a little but i like the structure because you it it i don't think it's going to get boring because it's like paradise but it's also not as convoluted as paradise is yes. and no one knows each other and there's not this like little side shit like we've been seeing the past couple years yes and so and but it's also not trashy like bachelor pad was yeah Agreed. So I love it. It's like <laughs> I like it a lot. Okay, but all right. But before, before we get in, before we talk, oh my gosh, Sheridan. this is perfect. I know this is per- this is perfect because um 
This brand, I always get a lot of questions on for their lube, but they have other products too. I know. are fantastic. Girl. Okay, here's the deal. I have a serious question for all you broads. Does anyone actually remember the last time you got a really good night's sleep recently? I'm talking full eight hours, fell asleep in minutes, woke up feeling rested. Good night's sleep. If I had to guess, I would say most of you are shaking your heads no right now. I get it. Life is weird at the moment. So restful sleep isn't exactly a given. And that's why... I've turned to a brand we already know and love, like Becca was saying, but they have a product that is helping me get better sleep than I ever have before. It's from Omax Health. Tell them about it, B. Yes. Okay. So Omax Health's Omax Health's Max Sleep contains a patent pending combination of natural ingredients that are scientifically proven to optimize your alpha brain waves uh, so you have a calmer mind and better sleep. It contains full spectrum CBD with zero THC. So get all the benefits and relaxation, but you're not going to get high. Um, and I'm not going to pretend like I know what an alpha brain wave does. It sounds fancy. <laughs> it sounds fancy. And I do know that after I started taking Max Sleep, the quality of my sleep improved drastically, especially during these times where I'm having a hard time sleeping. Um, I used to have a lot of trouble falling asleep. I would count sheep, listen to ASMR videos. Nothing helped until I tried Max Sleep. And I was finally able to like truly calm my body and mind. And not only does it help me fall asleep, it also helps me have like a very deep rested sleep. So I wake up and it's not that like weird groggy. Yes. Did I get eight hours, but I still feel unrested. You know that feeling? Yes. This- yes. Like if you, yes, I know I've taken other sleep products and you wake up feeling like you're in a haze until noon. Exactly. With max sleep, I wake up and I am like fully, fully rested. So Omax is offering our listeners right now 20% off uh, your first bottle of Max Sleep plus free shipping. And if you don't experience your best night's sleep in just three nights, you can return it for a full refund. So they're that confident that it's going to work for you. So if you're ready to relax your mind and get your best night's sleep ever, you need to try Max Sleep. You just go to omaxhealth.com today omax health and enter code chatty to get 20 percent off a one month supply plus free shipping and if you don't have your best sleep in just three nights you can return it for a full refund so risk-free that's omaxhealth.com to get free shipping and 20 percent off site-wide with code chatty again that's omaxhealth.com and use code chatty dude omax they are the bee's knees. I love like all they their are. products that I've tried. They're amazing. They are. Um. All right. So let's talk about listen to your heart, a.k.a. take a shot every time mentions. everyone mentions Nashville every single time. This They are going to oh talk about Nashville. I just am so excited. It's going to be my new drinking <laughs> game, even though I'm going to try to recap <laughs> while I do it. So the recaps may start to get a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we start out with Chris Harrison and I'm like, you sly dog. Here we are again. This was the weirdest intro, though, into when he <laughs> yes. he goes, we're all big fans of A Star is Born here at The Bachelor. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and he goes, watching Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga fall in love was magical. I was like, is this like, a promo this? for Star is Born is Part 2? <laughs> but Becca, we nailed it. Do you remember numerous weeks ago when we first saw the promo, you and I had the conversation on the podcast where we're like, 
I bet we know what this is. We bet a room full of old men who are executives sat around and goes, you know what did well this season? Star is born. Let's replicate that. And we said that, and that's literally exactly how they started this episode. It was like, we're all fans of A Star is Born over here. And then you have, like, Trevor in the episode being like, you loved A Star is Born, right? And I'm just like, oh, they're going to allude to it constantly. And they're going to sing the songs. Those are going to be the finale songs. They're going to be, you know, always remembered this way, which, you know, love, love A Star is Born, love the soundtrack, looking forward to hearing everyone perform those songs. Now I did. I do remember that Lady Gaga randomly tweeted about the bachelor finale this season. So I'm wondering if like, she's going to be really involved, like at least, you know, not making appearances, but maybe we're going to get some Lady Gaga, like fun tweets about it during. Oh, this I mean, season. I don't know. I was pretty surprised that Kesha was judging like, uh, uh there's, I didn't see really anybody else particularly noteworthy, but I was like, okay, they got some big names. I saw, I think there was like All Kesha. Right. I saw Jewel, I think. Jason Mraz with his hat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them like, you know, Jason Mraz, plain white tees. Am I shocked? No. No. But. No. Not anyway, I this this was making we wish that we recapped the the cast list, except that there's so many goddamn people. I'm like, actually, it's probably better that we didn't. And some people are going to be just non. Well, I mean, we barely there was a few people that we barely saw this episode. And yep. I was like, who are the yeah. like, we don't know them. Maybe we're going to get to know them next episode. But anyways, I, I was with you. That intro was weird. And I was and it made me more excited to start the episode. I was like, here we yes. go. This is going to be bizarre. <laughs> So some of the people were introduced to we start out with Brendan. Yeah, the veteran. The music kept him alive. Yes, Brandon. I think he's he's a veteran. He's 34. Cute. Liked his liked his vibe. Don't he's one that I'm a little question marky about. I feel like there's going to be some drama with him. Um, hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Brie, Brie, she is um an absolute dime piece. Is she a mom? I don't <laughs> know. Oh no, that was the thing. The intro, it was like all the children were on top of her. I was like, oh, she's a single mom, and then it was like, these are my nieces and nephews. And oh, like, is that what she said? I didn't even catch that. And I was like, well, uh. <laughs> Well, she's from Provo, which uh, that's actually where Mikkel's from. And Mikkel, I, so I wonder if Mikkel knows her uh, from Provo, Utah, because Mikkel says that there's like a bunch of influencer type people that from Provo, like Mormon mommy blogger type. She was with a horse in her preview. She had a long, flowy dress on. She definitely had that vibe that I'm I wouldn't be surprised if she had a lot of followers going into this. I also I'm going to call her Brooke Shields because she looks so much like Brooke Shields. I thought so, too. Yeah, it's crazy. And then we have the knockoff Jason Momoa. Sweet Sheridan. Sheridan, Sheridan, Sheridan. Uh, He's a he seems like a sweet. He seems like a doll. Like he really, truly does. Um, My my thing is, though, um, he loves his his wide flat brim tats. Oh, my God. And that for me is something I just can't. That's that he ended up being really sweet. But when I first was writing notes down, I wrote down like cowboy hats, hot 
baseball hats hot fedora is sad but a wide brim flat hat normally they're treble because normally i feel like most guys who wear a wide brim wide brimmed flat hat aren't cool and they're, but they're cocky like they think they're the or shit they're, yeah they're like kings of of uh raya or raya or whatever yeah and you're just Those like dude guys. how much bigger can you make the hat that's the goal it just keeps getting i wish that we had well, a and sequence then he was <laughs> Well, then he was obsessed with the Subaru, too. And he had the name for the Subaru. I was just like, no, this guy, no. That was my first instinct well, and as then, well. And then did you notice that he mentioned that his little, like, the hatch at the on the top? He was like, oh, that's where I would keep all my hats. And I wanted, I wanted a sequence of Sheridan every time they'd show him that the hat would just start getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. I also think the hair doesn't help him. I think he, I think it should go. I think he's probably attached to it. I think it should, I think he can let it go. Yeah, he's a cutie pie. It's just the the look immediately. My my I had a million red flags, and turns yeah. out that he seems like he's a very sweet guy. But when I first saw the intro, I was like, "Oh lord, here we go, here well, we go." But I said, "I said, oh lord, here we go." When Becca with a K A H, she's got to die. There can only be one. How she's got to go? How dare she? Then, on top of it, not only does she have the same name as me, she has the audacity to be a musical theater actor, which then I wanted to just stab myself. How dare she? (sighs) Becca, you know what has to happen? Fight Island. (laughs) Fight Island. (laughs) Eight months pregnant. (laughs) Me, you, Becca. That's it. They're going to drop you. The UFC's going to drop both Beckas off in a copter. You guys are going to duke it out. And only one from Bachelor Nation can survive. Well, luckily, you already have the handle at Becca. You own that already. Ooh, that's true. (laughs) Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, this girl, um, she is talking to herself in the mirror that she deserves love. She definitely. No, she -mm, seems very mm -mm. high strung. Um, No, she (laughs) thinks she's so funny. And I was not having it. I was like. It, I will not crack a smile. You're not funny. I will not crack a smile. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, this girl reminds me of somebody who definitely has gone to a Tony Robbins conference and no shade to Tony, but she's one of those people that Tony Robbins meets and is like, no, you're too much. <laughs> this is not what I intended. <laughs> she's like Adina Menzel's biggest fan. She just... <laughs> Even though then... Again, in the episode, she seemed pretty low key, right? I was confused. I was like, is this the same person? I I definitely I kept going back and checking and I was like, is this her? Because she even looked different in the intro. I know. I was confused, too. I was like, I don't understand what's going on. She seems very low key. She's comforting the other girls. She's not singing in a mere opera. Like, what's going on? Um. Then we see Gabe, who... Get you someone who can who can do both because we see Gabe flipping tires. He is living his CrossFit life, and then he's playing a violin. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's actually kind of like I was sort of in, impressed by Gabe. Gabe was very impressive. We didn't see a lot of him this episode, but no. I mean, I check, check, check. If you people who have ever dated a musician, if he also happens to be involved in athletics. That's a diamond in the rough. Normally you got one or the other, especially when you have Gabe playing the violin. It's not like I also am a singer songwriter. You're like, oh, this guy is like into classical music. Um, He Uh also mentions that he really loves the Lord. 
And later in the episode, when he's getting connected with Mel, all of a sudden I'm thinking, is the reason that they have him mention that he loves the Lord maybe because Mel isn't a Christian? And is that going to be a whole thing? Oh, interesting. I'm interesting. Just, I'm curious. I don't know. Well, then we have Savannah, the yoga instructor, who is a self-proclaimed bit of a free spirit and a wild child. <laughs> Gotta <which> have one. <laughs> immediately, my red flags went up. But I didn't really mind her, actually, in the, in the episode. No, you know, that's the thing. With literally almost every single one of these people, during their intros, I was like, oh, God, here we go. And then in the actual show, everyone seemed cool. Now, again, it's the first episode. So we could it's have a, a quick turn here, you know, it could take a swift turn. Um, but she seemed cool on the episode. I definitely yeah. um, got the vibe that this girl is probably a real fun time in the sack. Just wanted to mention that. Interesting. <laughs> yes. I like her face, too. I do. I like her face. I like looking at her. I will get into the the style afterwards. Um, I liked it, but we'll chat. Um and then we have Trevor. Oh, no, no, no. Immediate, I, I was not... Uh, this is actually one that did not change. Immediately, I was like, this guy has been told one too many times that he reminds people of Ryan Reynolds. This guy with his fucking truck and his his golden retriever. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I thought Sheridan was red flags and then Trevor was just like... This too perfect looking guy with this too perfect little setup. And I'm like, no, this dude has just perfected his rig to to get girls in the sack. Like, that's yes. all that this is. Be- and then my opinion didn't change, obviously. Well, Becca, you know what I wrote down? And I actually was then very relieved when we saw like the clip for the following weeks about him and his cheating and all this. I wrote down. I said, oh, great. <laughs> Trevor's the one that Becca and I are going to get canceled for because everyone's going to love him and we're not going to trust him. I immediately was just like, he's hot. Everyone's going to be obsessed with him and you and I aren't going to like him and we're going to get canceled because we're going to be the only two people who don't like him. Instincts, baby. Instincts. Instincts. Now I un- So this must be the... I was just going to say, this must be the preview when he's saying... There was some emotional cheating. Yes. Now after we see the preview for the next episode of The Ex's Friend. Yes. Okay. And I I also don't trust that he's going to stay with Jamie. I feel like he's going to probably hook up with another one of the girls. Totally. And now I, I will say if I was in these women's shoes meeting him, I completely get his draw. He's very oh, handsome. He's, he's very yeah. like calm. I understand. Well, he's, he's Mr. Handsome for sure. I don't even. Did you see, by the way, these people's bio photos? Because all of the Bachelor people got gypped compared to these. I mean, they are like. They look hot. I'm, Everyone looks real hot in their photos. Like, look, they're like super like good quality. Like, oh, that is a sexy photo. Damn. Right. I mean, like everyone just looks like they're, there's no cheesy backgrounds. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this about? Anyway. <laughs> well. Yeah, I I also Trevor was on American Idol and Katy Perry called him hot. And that was like, oh, I'm sure he brings that up frequently. Oh, so he's been around town in this world. Uh, Now, something to consider. I don't know if this is 100 percent accurate. So, you know, don't come for me if it's not. 
But I was told before this season started. I- oh, my gosh. Wait, sorry. Yeah. I saw this season with Trevor on it. Oh, you did? Because because Katie was just like, uh, you know, she she gets very theatrical. Yeah. She was like, oh, my God. Just like fawning over him. And I'm sh- yeah. And that and he had a girlfriend help. at the time. Oh, but this is 2018. I wonder so. if that's the girlfriend that he emotionally oh, cheated on. Oh, shit. Oh shit. Anyway, I'm sorry. What no, were you so saying? so I had heard from a a friend of my a friend of ours actually who knows someone who's on the show that they said that the way that this was cast, and again, I could be wrong. I was just heard this from someone else. The way that this was cast, they chose like the the top group of people. Everyone showed up. They didn't tell them that it was going to be a dating show. Yeah, I heard this. I heard this as well. Okay, so apparently, no, I think I think you and I had talked about this before. Apparently, these people just showed up thinking it was going to be a kind of music competition um, that was maybe a little different. Like they all live in a house together, you know, whatever. Um, but then when it was like the top people left, they were like, this is also a dating show. So numerous people left because they were like, well, I'm in a relationship and I, I can't yeah. do this. So part of me is also a little curious. Like, are we going to find out now that the season is airing that someone has a significant other and is pulling a Jed because they wanted to stay on the show? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying uh, at the end of casting that they revealed it to them. Yeah. Not on the actual show. No, not on the actual show. But I heard that it was like, like at the very like they were like, you're secured for the show pretty much. Like it was the very end of casting. And they were like, by the way, it's a romance it. show, which is funny. Then when Chris Harrison kept being like, the main reason you're here is for love. And it was like, actually, sure. these people auditioned, I think, for a of show, of about, you know, about trying to get their music out there. Well, and I text Jess last night. Because I was dying and I go, <laughs> I was just like, the funny thing is, is that these people, I think they, they thought that they were literally being, being picked for their musical abilities. Not saying there's not a, there's some talented people in the bunch, but I'm like, these casting directors care about that they're going to make good TV. They don't oh, really give yeah. a shit about their singing voice. Oh, completely, completely. Well, <sighs> lastly, intro wise, we meet Jamie, who is 21 um, she is, I mean, we're going to get, we're going to talk a lot about her, but we're going to talk a lot about her. Um, she talks about how every guy that she's been with has cheated on her. Um, she's talking about how she's quirky and like, she's one of the ones who you're like, it's that one of that Hannah G thing where it's like, I'm so quirky and weird. And you're like, no, you're just hot and bubbly. And that's, <laughs> that's that. So don't call yourself weird. You are a, a 10 out of 10 hands down with the best pair of breasts i think i've ever laid my eyes upon with sleeper sleeper titties they came out of nowhere it was like whoa 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 just incredible and yeah and she's like the most normal person ever yes there's it like she's (laughs) she's just she's just bubbly and and spunky and beautiful and not weird (laughs) i'll say this like i just immediately didn't love her but i'm not gonna say that i immediately disliked her and i sort of maintained that vibe throughout the whole episode i was like you're not giving me any reason to really like dislike you but i could really do without seeing you on my screen you know i felt i felt very similar she was one of the ones where i'm very curious like I'm very curious to watch next episode because I I feel like I'm going to 
develop a hard. It'll solidify uh, the vibe. It'll solidify yeah. an opinion because I could see myself actually and like really liking her ultimately because she does seem very sweet. Um, even though she relentlessly brings up the fact that she doesn't want any drama in the house, which means that she's the girl who's going to bring in all the drama. <laughs> it's already begun. It's already it's already yeah. started. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how how she develops as a character. That's for sure. Next, next the limo. We have the entrances, which okay, yeah. So the first two people basically there are. I love that we don't have to deal with any. I honestly, I like the limo entrances. I'm going to miss them up until September, but I'm glad we don't have to to deal with any of these cheesy lines or anything. We just get people just get thrown in. I know it was nice. It was nice. They just walked into the house and you're not having to, like you said, yeah, come up with anything. There's not cringe. It's just like you see people right away. Well, so we, uh, yeah, Jamie is the first one there and she, you know, she is, she, you know, she has to be a huge bachelor fan and she is just tingling to meet mm-hmm. Chris Harrison. Um, and I keep forgetting too, that she is 21. Like she's, she's a young, yes. she's young. Yeah. Um, we see as she walks by the way into the house that there is a mic stand. There is a mic set up like in the backyard. I'm like, Oh God, oh my God, I know <laughs> my God. <laughs> What a nightmare. Well, then we meet the love of my goddamn life. (laughs) So Ryan, who is, I mean, Jess and I are that thing you do aficionados. And Jess had texted me. I hadn't started watching yet. And she was like, there is a guy who is Guy. From that and thing you immediately do. immediately when Ryan stepped out of the limo, I knew who she was talking about. He looks like Guy from the side. A ton. A shit ton. And the way he moves his head, like when he was playing the piano, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh. This is literally Guy Patterson <laughs> from that thing <laughs> you Guy do. Guy Patterson. And it was tripping me the fuck out. And I was really trying to be very focused um, on getting to actually know who Ryan is because right. I'm like, I'm immediately in love with him because I'm like, oh, it's just Guy and I'm obsessed with Guy. I've had the, a huge crush on Guy for forever. He seems to have a similar personality. personality. He's Guy. And then I started to, throughout the episode, I was like, wait, is he obsessed with that thing you do also? <laughs> I sure hope. And I actually think that there's like a high possibility because I was looking at his, I mean, his suits even. Well, he shows very up, like 50s. He shows up in that green suit and it looks like the, sh- the suit that Jimmy wore towards the end of that thing you do. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's why I was like, and then sort of his whole like vibe, I'm like, is, is that is he going for guy from that thing you do like what's happening honestly if and i feel like it could be true because i feel like it's every musician's like childhood favorite movie and then of course like you see that he's like the thing i like about ryan is that i, I was waiting for it to sort of prove itself but he's like a real musician oh like so so talented Talent, so talented. And then also when they're going to the recording studio, he knows who all the recording musicians are. So I'm like, this guy like is 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 a is he's a musician. He has my whole heart. And I'm going to be real with you when this this like season was starting or when they were at first announced this. I'm like, there is no way that I'm going to have a crush be attracted to on anyone. anyone in this show. I don't like this. I just don't you know, the whole musician thing, especially like, you know. Who who you and I Beck are around all the time like might have red flags constantly with people. I'm like no no no. 
I did not think I was oh, going to yeah. fall in love with someone and I am in love and he is gorgeous. He is. And also like he is that guy. You see it on night one with Jamie. He is that guy that will fixate, not in a creepy way, but he has that girl that he wants and he's just like oblivious to all the other adoring girls. And I'm like, this guy could actually have a serious career because he could be like the next teen heartthrob. Like and I could oh also God. see him being sort of like sexually fluid and just like being the the teen, the current teen demographic, like the heartthrob. Yes, like a Harry Styles he has this, thing. Yes, ex- exactly. Because he has this sort of, I don't know, this sort of presence and he's very sort of oblivious to the adoration of everyone and 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 it just it works it works <laughs> and it's jess and i will be fawning over him for the next eight weeks we, sorry everyone sorry you guys just prepare yourself that becca and i will be red and heart-eyed the entire time ryan we love well, and you. everyone loves him you see at the end everyone's like oh my god thank god ryan's like continuing yes. on and i will talk about a moment as we get into it another there were so many like checks as he was doing stuff that i was like i like this about him i like this about him i like this about him and there was a <laughs> there was a specific moment where i was like that's my guy we'll get into it but okay i mean my god okay also Obsessed. we have matt pretending he doesn't know who chris harrison is or maybe he doesn't know who he is and i was like excuse me that's <laughs> our thing excuse me Stop. you're not allowed to diss chris harrison only we are okay you're calling him chris hansen chris hemsworth this is not to catch a predator matt <laughs> this is the bachelor okay <laughs> let's not mistake him for chris hansen that would be unfortunate if you were walking into a house that chris hansen was standing outside of now that is a red flag. <laughs> ah. Also, you know, this someone's at the line, I do singer songwriter stuff. And I was like, oh, this is the bachelor equivalent of I'm an entrepreneur or I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I do singer songwriter stuff. Also, I feel like Jess, I feel like you and I are gonna be a little more like I don't know I, I just feel like we have a different take on it because Grayson's the first person I've dated that hasn't been any kind of a musician and I <laughs> we're gonna have a perspective <laughs> and not to be annoying and be like Becca and I we know so much about musicians but like I mean at the end of the day like it, it, we how I feel like say I don't want to say this without being obnoxious I'll say I'm married to someone who is a musical director for like big acts who's does like a bunch of music production with like big names like we're around and like you have dated some serious musicians like we've been around that most all of our friends are in the industry musically. Um, So I feel like we're around it a lot. And that's so annoying to say. But it's just I mean. It just is what yeah, it is. Yeah, and some of my friends that I was friends with in the L.A. world, like, it were inter- before we, like, were friends with people you know. Like, it's sort of all the same, like, community of people. Yeah, so I feel like we're going to have some opinions that maybe won't be super popular. Um, they they also just may not make sense. <laughs> so people are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, there was a few moments, that. like, where someone, I think it was Trevor, mentioned, like, my dream is to... Um, to be in a tour bus with my with my wife or my girlfriend and that's like the most <laughs> romantic thing ever and i was like 
that's a nightmare. <laughs> okay. I know that it sounds really fun to be on a tour bus with your significant other, but unless you are Lady Gaga and are like one of the top five musicians in the, or it's not artists be in the entire glam, world, honey. your tour bus will include 12 bunks and everyone is sleeping in them and you and your girlfriend if you want to be together will be in a single bunk that has a little curtain up against the side of the wall and it is half the size of a twin bed and you will have to lay on top of each other there's not a lot of showers you have to everyone poops it ain't gonna be sexy it's not sexy it's the opposite of sexy okay also i think that like what's interesting about the show and gray actually brought this up he's like none of these people seem like they're even remotely established musicians like I have some friends that aren't like big musicians but they're still like they have experience with touring and like that kind of thing no these people are like not experienced musicians which is also interesting because like you're looking at some of these people's jobs and you're like oh some of these people are like waitresses and waiters like trying to catch yeah, their big which breaks. I think some it- of them like Ryan are orthodontist assistants or whatever he is oh, and I'm oh like my god okay oh my god another that that thing you do reference the I, dentist right I know who his girlfriend Guys, ends up with okay I know I caught that last night and I was like oh my god well Yes, a lot of them are waitress, and which I like that they're not like super established. There's a few. I think it's it's Rudy who's like a vocalist. It says that she's a a studio vocalist. Oh, really? So she's professional. Actually, I mean Sheridan. It says that he's a musician. So it's you know he's traveling around doing gigs, living out of his living out of his out of his. I think it said that Matt was also a musician. professionally, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. But what what did you think of Matt right off the bat? Hated his hair. Yeah, I can't. That's, I can't do the hair. I uh, I don't know. And and in the episode two, I mean, we should probably get to it. We have so much to cover. True. But I I don't. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait till we get to the scenarios with Matt because I have feelings about certain things, and then I have like feelings about other things. I don't know. Okay, some conflicting things. All right. Him. All right. Well, uh, um, Savannah walks in looking like a smoke show with her. She drops her modeling agency comment. Oh, and my I God. Wanted to shoot. Yeah, I was. If I was, I was like, looking okay. for just a pretty face, let me go find the people back at my modeling modeling agency. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, OK, OK, I guess we know that, that was actually model. her worst moment. And then it got better from there. But at that first comment, I was like, I was, wow, I'm going to hate I know. you. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. But she looked <laughs> slamming. I loved the, like, dude, like the leather pants and the sequin, like, you know, tube top vibe. Oh, yeah. I was cute. super into it. Um, we meet Mel. She's 27. She's got her purple hair. Probably the alternative girl. Um, we don't really get a ton from her. Um, then. We see the conversation between Ryan and Jamie, who he drops about brain his story about brain surgery immediately. And I was like, whoa, you were made for The Bachelor. You guys haven't even had a one on one date and you're laying it all out there. <laughs> I'm like, Ryan, you are a professional at this, my guy. Nice. I was also like he said that he had seizures when he was young and then had brain surgery. And Jamie had asked, what's a really good memory you had as a child? And he says that, and then he says that it's because it gave me a new lease on life, a new perspective. And I don't want to sound like a completely raging bitch because I can't imagine having a kid going through something like this. No, 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 no. Trust me, I, I'm probably on the same page. You're like, what, the seven-year-old got a new lease on life? Six. 
And it said that he gave him a new perspective. Now, <laughs> the only reason that I actually, Ryan actually seems like someone who is maybe that thoughtful that at no, six. No, I think he, he was I, that. He seemed genuine. He's, yeah. he's one of those people that you're like, you're looking at who's a six year old and they have like more depth than you do already. And you're like, oh, holy shit. Like you, <laughs> you could really go there mentally already. All right. And Ryan seems like he had this new perspective on life and he appreciates it now. <laughs> he was like, I was taking things for granted a lot in kindergarten. I was I don't want to laugh because it's I was going off the beaten path you know I mean I was going off the whatever oh. I was going down the wrong path and then I got a perspective shift <laughs> oh was, man oh man um well Jamie then is saying that she's worried that a girl is going to steal him and I was like yeah you better hold tight to your guy because he is a catch seems like she doesn't care though because soon someone else walks in um yeah we meet rudy and i like her at and this is someone who shifted yes i really liked her at first and i was like oh she's cool she's fun i thought she was funny she's saying i'm in love all the time Mm -hmm. i've dated everyone in la and i was like oh i like this girl she seems cool yeah i wrote down i'm like she's darling i love her that was my initial my initial feeling i was like oh she's gonna be one of my favorites um and i love uh i love when she like entered in to the mansion was like i've worked all my life to sing for a living but to do it with hot people yes <laughs> yes she was fun she was fun um but then yes i had a- shifts happening and i feel like rudy is gonna be a handful this season that's for sure yes um so trevor walks in and he's the last person to enter the mansion and all the men are quaking immediately. Yes. All the men are nervous. He's your classic handsome guy. He gives off. He exudes a lot of confidence. Um, Jamie immediately falls in love with Trevor upon seeing him. And, immediately. And <laughs> yeah. And wow, she's getting herself ahead of herself right away in the interviews. She's just like, I've been waiting for this moment to fall in love. And I'm like, you're like, whoa, wow, you also, I guess, are perfect for this show. Wow. Fantastic. Um, Rudy's vibing with Matt. Uh, oh. Michael Todd um, immediately comes in and is like pretty much walks in the door and tries to make out with Savannah. And I've never seen someone with a name that fits them so well since John Paul Jones. And Michael Todd is so much of a Michael Todd. <laughs> you just, absolutely. Absolutely. Not only does Michael Todd walk in with the most insane energy, like just the energy he's giving off is just out of control. He has the facial hair that is shaped too perfectly and he is wearing a brown leather suit jacket. Um, I would like to make note that Michael Todd is from Atwater, California, which means he's my neighbor. Okay, (laughs) he's my neighbor. So obviously he leaves the show. I'm going to have to I'm going to run into this guy after lockdowns over. All I'm saying is I'm going to have to run into Michael Todd somewhere in Atwater and I am dreading it. Okay, you just got to be like Michael Todd. Michael Todd. Michael Todd, you sly son of a bitch. Hot touch. Can we hear a couple bars from hot touch? Michael Todd. My God. Oh, also, Trevor wasn't the last one. A ton of other random fucking people were also coming in who we have no idea. Who oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I feel, I feel like I he walked in and he was just like, oh, am I the last one? 
Well, no, it doesn't matter because yeah. he basically is the last one because we only know who six of these goddamn people are. Like everyone else is superfluous. That's true. That's true. I don't know if I used that word right. But um, there's I mean, there's 20 people, which actually it seemed like so much more maybe because it's both guys and girls. But I was like, this is actually a significantly less like sometimes we get 30 women coming in for the beginning season of The Bachelorette. But we got 20 people here. Um, it feels like a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of um, Michael, we do have the moment where with Savannah, she, by the way, I'm I'm. I started to immediately like her when I saw her with Michael Todd because you could tell he had already started to sing hot touch with her when he oh came God. up to her very oh aggressively God. and started oh telling her that she God. had blue green eyes and she was like, you're right. Nice. <laughs> and, then, and then there's and he goes, he goes, yeah, sparkly, sparkly. And then <laughs> when she's sitting with him moments later, this girl, she 100 percent. Was egging him on and that's when i was like i like her she was fully egging him on she was like she was like uh hit me with your best beatbox michael todd and she's watching him just make a fool of himself and she's fully doing it on purpose and it was so funny to me and then he says i like your lips a lot and she and he's like you don't like my lips (laughs) and then he tries to immediately go in for the kiss and she's pulling back and then he does his smile, by the way, which he has. He has the he is the new Joker. His smile is this. <laughs> it's and you're like, what? Whoa, is that intentional? <laughs> it's the oh, it's the wild it's the wildest smile, smile I've ever seen. Well, so it was almost as bad. I mean, I mean, it, it took the cake for bad come-ons, but there was a couple of them this episode. They they were Um, really bad. Uh, So Sheridan walks in. We see a few other people that we don't really, you know, we don't know about because they end up leaving. Um, But Sheridan walks in. He is wearing one million rings. (laughs) There's a ring on every single finger. And I'm sure if we could have, if he would. He's accessorizing. If he would take his shoes off, there'd be a ring on every single toe. He loves his accessories. That's for sure. Um, Um, Okay, so. Let's see. All right. All right. All right. And then Brandon. So, like, yeah. Brandon comes in. Oh, I thought it was Brandon. Whoops. So some of like the major, like not major, some of the bigger stuff that starts happening. Julia is vibing with Sheridan. She talks about being diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. They have a nice chat. Yes. She then gets swooped up by Brandon. And Sheridan, poor guy, seems we see him being kind of insecure throughout this episode. It's like he's always really worried about these other guys. I know he really has his sights set on Julia. And I think that he's he really likes her a lot. And I really hope that she she loves him back. She seems popular. because She gets swooped by Brandon and then she gets swooped by that other guy later on, too. Yes. I forget Uh, what his name is. Is it she's the bell of the ball? She really is. And I'm going to be honest. I thought it would be Savannah that everyone was going to be going after. But everyone really had their eyeballs on Julia. Maybe Savannah has more friend vibes. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Rayston and Ruth are standing out my window right now. <laughs> waving at me. Hello from the studio. <laughs> Hello. Um, so. Oh, also, I just wanted to make a note that. 
there is this couple, I don't know either of their names, and they get to the piano first. And you see everyone standing in the hallway looking at them, and they all look like rabid animals watching them. They're oh, like, they're like, I should have made that first God move. They got to the piano first. <laughs> I should have made the first move. <laughs> the only thing more terrifying than a house full of musicians with one piano would be like a house full of musical theater people with one piano. I mean, they're just like, God damn it, how... How do they find it first? They're all about they're to They're waking up as early as possible. The sun is rising and they're trying to secure their piano bench spot. It's like, I'm going to do this. Sunday morning rain, rain is falling. <laughs> Which, by the way, is probably one of the only songs they have the rights to, considering I think they, it seems like they only have the copyright, uh, the, the rights to... Songs before 2008. Yes. Yes. There's definitely not going to be any modern songs minus A Star is Born. Those are going to be the only songs. Everything else is going to be, you know, some 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 old some throwbacks we're going to be enjoying. Well, what I was surprised about was that this hot tub is just people can just switch out of their evening wear to get to don swimsuits and. Hop in the tub. Listen, it is it is popping off. People are really I mean, I want to say, too, not only was the hot tub people within the first few hours were kissing. Julia started kissing Brandon right away. I mean, there was a, there was a lot of making out amongst the couples. They're for like, the first oh, you want day. a dating show? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we thought this was going to be mostly music, but you want a dating show? We'll give you a dating show. <laughs> we're going to give you our all. Um <laughs> B, before we get into uh, before we get into more of it, should we yeah. pause for a moment? Let's pause for a moment. Yes. Um, broads, my lovely broads, because we love you. We're going to let you in on a little secret that I wish I had known a long time ago. Here it goes. You do not have to spend thousands of dollars at a fancy cosmetic dentist to get that glowing white smile of your favorite Bachelor contestant or listen to your heart contestant, okay? Not even close, (laughs) actually. Thanks to High Smiles Teeth Whitening System, all you need is 10 minutes a day for six days. That's it. 10 minutes to throw your feet up, take some deep breaths, and get the smile of your dreams. So if you've ever used other whitening systems before or had your teeth whitened at a dentist, let me assure you, there is this is nothing like that. There is zero sensitivity after using high smile <laughs> broads. I got my teeth professionally whitened last year and I am not exaggerating. <laughs> this is added like a licensed dentist's office shooting <laughs> nerve pain through my teeth. I like when that happened to you. Like crippling. Like this is someone who's gone through natural childbirth. And I was like, I can't handle this. Okay, this is nothing like that. There's zero sensitivity after using High Smile. And anyway, I was so excited after I used it for the first time because there was really no pain. And I even get pain with the white strips, too. Yeah. Because those normally make my teeth so sensitive. So if you've suffered from sensitive teeth in the past with other whitening methods like I have, I highly recommend you give this system a try. Um, Yeah, no, B, I was the same exact way. Literally, my teeth are so sensitive and I've always had pain when it comes to whitening. So before, when I when I got high smile and I put the gel in the dish, I was literally like, oh, man. (laughs) And I was was nervous. I was like, I really don't want my teeth to hurt. I felt nothing. 
I mean, absolutely nothing. Um, but don't just take it from us. High Smile is already known and loved amongst A-list celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Millie Bobby Brown, Kylie Jenner, and a lot more. That's right. Even they don't need thousands of dollars in a fancy cosmetic dentist because High Smile is the secret behind their beautiful smiles and it can be behind yours too. So if you're a little skeptical like we were, High Smile is offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. I love when brands do this. So if you don't see at least two shades whiter teeth after using their kit, and send it back. So not only that, but for our less lucky listeners, High Smile's offering 20% off site-wide for a limited time only. Simply visit order.highsmileteeth.com slash chattybroads to shop their range of products and enter code chatty at checkout for 20% off. Again, that's order dot high h i smile teeth dot com slash chatty broads and enter code chatty at checkout well broads i don't know uh what day of quarantine we're on anymore seriously i'm beginning to lose all sense of time i keep seeing these memes online of quarantine phases and i can't stop laughing because they are so accurate there's the cooking and baking phase I definitely hit the baking one, not so much the cooking one. Yep, I'm over it now. <laughs> yep, and I'm over that now. Then there was the home improvement phase. Did that. I'm in it. <laughs> You're in that one. Well, then there's the wine mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. phase. And uh, yeah, I, I did that too. Uh, but I'm excited that I have now entered the creative endeavor part of quarantine where I can and will finally learn one of the creative skills I've been meaning to master forever. And I'm doing this, of course, with the help of our favorite Skillshare. Yeah, I'm sure it comes as no surprise. Both of us are obsessed with Skillshare. It's it's the coolest and easiest to use online learning community that offers it thousands, literally thousands of inspiring classes and pretty much any topic you can think of. They've got photography, web development, marketing, animation, and so much more. Uh, Gray and I decided that this week we're going to start taking an oil painting class oh and getting God. out our easels and just doing a little date night thing. Oh my God, that is very uh, romantic. That is very romantic. Right? I definitely picked so, picture I, you guys I, painting and then rolling it maybe later. <laughs> no, the oil paint will make a mess. <laughs> but anyway, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And having a creative outlet like that really gives us purpose and structure to days and evenings that seem a little uncertain and boring mm-hmm, at the moment. Mm-hmm. 100%. So. I'm actually taking a class called Everyday Minimalism, Find Calm and Creativity in Living Simply. And just the act of uh, okay. setting aside some time in the day helps settle my anxious mind a little bit. Not to mention that title is incredibly zen and already brings me a little bit of peace of mind before I even begin the class. Um, and another added benefit of Skillshare is that it lets me tap into fellow creatives who uh, provide encouragement encouragement, communication, and inspiration, which gives me an essential sense of community right now. It's super cool. You can explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash chatty. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. So get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash chatty. Two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash chatty. All right, so hot tub times. Well, we see Michael trying to get Brooke Shields, a.k.a. Brie, in the hot tub as soon as he sees that Rudy and Matt are heading for the hot tub. Oh and it's God. one of my it was one of my favorite, most cringy moments um, when she is very sweet and is trying to just avoid it. And she's just like, um, I have to use the restroom. <laughs> if my, The Dodge, the Dodge was real. If Michael Todd would have been like, 
hey, to me, hey, do you want to do you want to go and hit the hot tub? I'd be like, I actually no. have explosive diarrhea. And I know that those signs around the hot tub always say if you've had diarrhea in the past few days, it's like 10 days. And honestly, like days. I've been having explosive diarrhea every day for the past 10 days. Just try to disgust him to the max. And he probably would have been like, it's OK. We can take it to the bathtub if you want. Oh, Say so he would have found his way around it. He, well, we could just put our feet in. It's fine. But like, let's be well, nude and then put our feet in. <laughs> oh, Michael Todd. I don't even know what this guy's deal is. But, but then we have Matt and Rudy, and like the way that. So like, Rudy was vi- obviously vibing on Matt, and the way Matt came on to her, like for me, I, me and Gray were both like, nah, dude, because the way he came on to her was basically just like, oh, do you judge someone by the way they kiss? Well. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, look, if you're like at a party in a hot tub, I get it. But she's like vibing on you. And this is like a dating show. And you're just sort of showing her that you just want to hook up. Yeah. And it like would make me feel really weird. And I would be kind of off put by it. Yeah. No, I I felt the same way. It was it was weird because Matt, when he first came in, though, I did not like the hair. I... I actually was like, this guy seems fun and funny and charming. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't. I had this moment where I'm like, oh, I could see myself maybe falling in love with someone like him on this show because he seems like he's got a really good personality and whatever. And then as soon as they had this hot tub moment, I was like, what just happened? Like his energy just got weird. And like you said, the way he started the conversation was bizarre. And I, I got why then she was avoiding the kiss because it was like, this is so yeah. not organic and this is really weird. And it wasn't romantic. It no. was just sort of like cheap, like, let's hook up kind of thing. And I was like, oh. Yeah. There was no okay. in the moment, like, let's, I'm going to stare into her eyes for a minute and or be playful and then like, uh, like get into right. the kiss. It was literally just like, so you want to do this thing or nah? <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's going to be a nah. Um, very weird. Very, very weird. Um, well, yeah. Speaking of kisses, after Jamie's all, literally only talking about Ryan's fe- physical features and continues to do that through the whole episode, and their kiss, their kiss wasn't that hot. No, it was very brief. It was like, now he looks like a good kisser. I'm gonna give him that. When he leaned in, I, I yeah, I don't think they have chemistry with each no, other. No, he like it was like I saw the kiss and. When you when I saw the the lips conjoin, I was like, they both look like good kissers, but it looks like their kiss is not good together. She seemed not into especially it, yeah. in comparison to when you'd see her kissing a Trevor, okay, which was maybe one of the hottest makeout <laughs> scenes I've seen like ever on the show. Like that makeout scene was out of control in the hot tub. It well, we see though. And this is where the the chemistry would be happening for me. Ryan, the piano player, just hitting his little rendition of Stand By Me. I'm like, okay. Okay. And this is cute. And this is my moment. So this, so Ryan's <laughs> playing the, the the piano while then Jamie, I, I love how they were flashing back and forth in between after Jamie and Ryan have their kiss and then Jamie goes off with Trevor in the hot tub and they're starting to make out and they're flashing between yeah. him and Ryan and the whole house is with Ryan enjoying their their time and he has no idea, poor sweet Ryan, what's going on. This is when I fell in love with Ryan and I don't know if you noticed this. He starts playing on the piano stand by me and he does not sing. 
I know. I know. Jess, trust me. And that noted, is when my heart exploded. And, <laughs> and, that, and I'm like, oh. And that is when <laughs> the river ran from me <laughs> because... He let that other guy take the lead. And, and truly, I, I felt the same way. I was like, yes. It was like, and also, you saw his love of the music. He's smiling. He's playing the piano. Oh. He just wants to jam with his friends. Yeah. He doesn't oh. have to be the star of the no, show. No, he doesn't have to be the center of attention. Because I'm going to tell you, you know this, what? Broads. There is not, I can guarantee there is not a single person in that house that if they would have sat behind the piano wouldn't have immediately started singing. And the truth of the matter is, if I would have gotten in front of the piano, I would have started to sing too. So the fact that he literally was like, let's make this a session and had everyone joining in. And that was just part one of me seeing that he's a caring person and it's not just about, it's not the Ryan show. So I really think that he could, he could actually make a pretty good career for himself as like the leading man. But I also think he'd make a great studio musician because people are going to love working with him. Yes. He's wonderful and flexible and he is a gift from the Lord sent above. Easy going. (laughs) He is our new, he is our new altar. We now, he is the new one that we worship at the feet of Ryan. And that's a fact. (laughs) You know, you know what, too? I think people don't realize, like, especially in L.A., there are so many goddamn talented people. Oh. A lot of times the people like m- really making it, especially if we're talking about like studio musicians and stuff like that, they're not necessarily the most talented person in the bunch. No, there's someone that can give the other person the stage and can be chill and easy to fucking work yeah, with. Yeah, and it's not all about it's the take ego. You so far. Yeah, it's not all about the ego. And you can see that with Ryan. He just loves music. And it's just yeah. like, it's... <laughs> I'm leaving Evan. <laughs> he just loves music. We're crying. Uh, um, but yeah, Jamie and Trevor, meanwhile, hit in the hot tub and just. Li- I mean, and I mean, and the moment that they kiss, that's when I was like, oh, it's it's all over. She's picking him. I mean, that's it. She could not. She had her legs wrapped around him. That makeout session lasted forever. That was so passionate. And they're. It's hot in the hot tub. I mean, it was. She's so much more attracted to him. So much more attracted to him. It, it, it's it's very it's wise. very clear. And yeah. uh, how old is Trevor? Trevor is Ryan's what like twenty eight? I want to. I say. think him and uh, I believe Ryan is twenty eight and Trevor is twenty nine. Okay. So. Okay. Um. Well, then the next day. Uh, we do have a moment mm. where we see Chris playing the piano in the morning and singing. And again, I am weak. Okay. There's another talented that there's another talented individual. It was like, it was another moment where I was like, you know, I don't hate all this, the music in the show. Like I thought I was going to, it was like early morning. Everyone was drinking their coffee and he was playing a beautiful song on the piano and singing at the beginning. And I was like, I wouldn't hate being it's here. It's not all corny. No, I'm mm-hmm. like, I would not, not hate being corny. here in the morning right now with a cup of coffee, watching Chris play the piano. I wouldn't hate it. Um, And then we see, okay. And then we see Jamie and Trevor, they're talking, they're still connecting. It was like, they're reconnecting after their like sexy night. And it's flashing to Ryan, who is now wearing glasses, tortoiseshell glasses and a green hoodie and is looking so cute in the morning. And I'm having to like pause, okay, to just take deep breaths. It's like he's somehow he's getting hotter and I can't even like physically handle it. Um, And... 
in his adorable little hoodie and glasses, he gets the date card. Trevor, he does. Trevor's worst nightmare. Um, and of course, because he's one of those guys that only has the eye for one girl. I don't know why he's so fixated on Jamie. <sighs> but yeah, of course, he gives her the date. And then this was a they're they they leave to go cruise around in the limo. And I'm like, wow, remember the days when <laughs> reality TV when we could just cruise around in a limo <laughs> around town, go outside, stop at a gas station, <laughs> pop in, not wear any get a masks. slurpee. <laughs> In the end mask free wow. bizarre right i mean so, such a trip well of course the date is at Capitol records uh, i know I mean, they didn't they didn't waste any time with that they one. went straight to Capitol records and if you have lived in la at any point in your life you know that at some point you will end up knowing someone who knows someone who can get you onto the roof of so Capitol you can get Re- on the rooftop of Capitol records watch the sunset <laughs> make out with whoever <laughs> It's just what you I've do. I've got photos up there. So do I. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just part of what you do. Oh, um, well, like you said, if you're anyone who's anybody, that <laughs> is. You've gone to the top of Capitol Records at sunset. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dying that, of course, the, I, and I, I was also confused. So, like, what, are they just going to go lay down a track? Like, I didn't really get what was going on. I don't know. I wasn't 100% sure. I'm also wondering if The Bachelor is going to start dropping these tracks like American Idol style. Like oh, every week. That's a good idea. We'll have an album. We'll have a record then one with, you know, Ryan and Jamie singing Gravity. I actually, I loved that when I used to watch American Idol. Me I would too. always be like, oh, I'm going to go download that. I like it. Girl, are you kidding me? Clay Aiken and Ruben Studdard season. I had all the tracks on the wings of love up and above the clouds. Every time Clay would drop a new song, I'd be purchasing that <laughs> playing it all day. I was a, uh, I was on the Adam Lambert train. I was like, oh my gosh, tracks of my tears by Adam Lambert. Oh yeah. Need it on on my iPod now. Yes. Oh God, Adam Lambert, what a god! Ooh. He's one of the he's one of those people who just really made a career for himself after. Well, you know, he was actually like a really famous musical theater actor before he went on, and yeah. I had actually seen him perform yeah, I, in a few musical theater shows, and I became like a super fan. And then I'm like, oh my God, he's on American Idol, just killing. He was fantastic. I had a friend who dated him. Really? And, oof. His voice is otherworldly. He's so sexy. I, I was I was so into him. Me and, too. And my 14-year-old self when I or however old 11, however that however old I was, I was like, "Oh my god, like he's gay, so tragic." As if I had a shot <laughs> with him before. Like <laughs> you're like, "I am one hot 14-year-old." <laughs> I've got my, I've got, I I can shoot my shot. Just a couple more years and I'll be able to shoot my shot and you know I'm going to (laughs) score. Well, here I get nervous because I'm like, oh, we haven't heard Ryan sing yet. What's going to happen? Now, Jamie, before she even opened her mouth, I I wrote, you got to see how the way I typed it out because I I spent about five minutes trying to type it out. As in Jamie's the kind of girl who's going to sing the national anthem like and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air and I typed that out with a lot of different capitalizations and not capitalizations (laughs) 
just try to get right. And then immediately when they start oh seeing gravity, God. I'm like, <laughs> gravity is working against me. Yeah. Oh, gravity. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here we go. You're like, you can take a step back on the runs, my friend. <laughs> this isn't a marathon. <gasps> Too many runs. Wait, I have to ask. Did you see the thing that Gal Gadot did where she, they she had all the <laughs> Imagine all the people living in our mansions high. <laughs> You're like, okay, why so are you guys doing this? Basically. Basically, I'm just going to say this real quick because it just reminded me of this. Gal Gadot got all these celebrities to sing Imagine, each taking their own little snippet. And they were just getting absolutely like trashed by comedians because they're just like they're singing Imagine No Possessions, like as they're singing from their mansions with their three pools or whatever. But also some of these celebrities who are literally trying to outshine the other celebrities oh, it's in their single line with the, the yeah the runs and the, the the notes they're hitting. I'm like, oh, it was just you got to go watch just, it. It was just it. A it's so cringy. It was a, just a beautiful just orchestra of egos slamming against each other <laughs> to see who was going to be the top the top name on E or TMZ the next day is like, oh, my my god that was fantastic Did you know they had such a good voice <laughs> shook absolutely <laughs> shook um well anyway no you, you that, that completely and you know what though okay so here's the deal like you had said ryan walks in ryan knows exactly who all the producers are i love when he was talking to the one uh john leisure and he's just like yeah yeah you did room for squares and he's just he's beaming he knows who every musician is he's he's having his guy moment where he's just so excited and another moment where i just felt like we see this beautiful soul that Ryan is again. Here he is in a room full of heroes of his, really. And he's now sitting with Jamie and he starts to play the actual song. And it's too, the note doesn't work for her. And most musicians would be like, well, that's the note though that he's worried about how he's going to sound without question right. he modulates those keys to fit exactly what she wants he doesn't question or try his voice out and see how it is this his right note he is wanting her to shine he's going to do whatever is most comfortable for her modulating modulating gorgeous perfection selfless we stand <laughs> well and i like his voice too he sounds really nice his voice is gorgeous he has like a, he sounds very similar to john mayer he he does yeah, yeah, yeah. um and About the same it thing. ended up working out in his favor that's for sure meanwhile she's pulling like a fergie national anthem cover yes. on gravity i i will say i would have been so nervous <laughs> if i was her because she like he clearly is a he's done studio work you see the way when he's changing keys effortlessly like this is he's like a consummate musician you saw him on the piano Jamie probably maybe doesn't even play an instrument and she's just a, a good singer and that's like what she yeah. does, right? So to be in a studio and you're they're talking about keys and they're reading music, I would be so intimidated and be like, oh my God, am I going to have to do all these crazy harmonies right now? And am, am I going to be right, shamed? Right, because like, 
Right, because someone who can sing is different from someone who's a musician. Exactly. Even if you can really belt out those notes. You could be the most incredible singer in the whole world and not be like a musician and not be able mm. to read sheet music or anything like that and, and be like so nervous in a studio full of professional yeah. musicians. I would have been shitting myself. So when she was talking about being nervous, I was like, yeah, I, I understand that. That's for sure. And I wondered, I was like, oh, how, how's Ryan gonna, gonna, Ryan is so like awestruck by her for whatever reason. It's like, he's just like, yeah, this is fantastic. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't really get it, but whatever. Well, then we have a quick moment back at the mansion while this is happening. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, Trevor is tripping out because he's wanting to sing with Jamie. Um, and <laughs> such a funny thing too. Like I, I want to be singing with her. I need to have her hear my glorious pipes. <laughs> oh my god! Which, by the way, in comparison to Ryan Trevor, you didn't have nothing on him. Okay, no, 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 no it's no, no, not no. even in the same ballpark, my friend. No, um, no. Oh god, I can't wait to talk about that moment. Uh, so uh, yeah, so we have a Brie moment. And Chris. Yeah, uh, Brie and Chris are vibing on each other. Julia says that she's um, she is really liking Sheridan, but honestly, she just can't imagine being with him because, like, what would his nightstand look like with all those rings? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that. She likes him. <laughs> also, like, is he one of those people that never takes them off? I all I could think about was having sex with a guy with that many accessories and you're about to hop in bed and he's just like one second taking off every necklace, every single ring, <laughs> four different hats that are underneath it's that, his one hat. It's that SpongeBob four hours later. <laughs> Chris or Sheridan <laughs> is still taking jewelry off and Julia's just spread like ready for him. I think they could be a kind of a cute couple. I know. I think so, I too. Do. I really think so, too. Um, w- well, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I actually don't. Remember. So the the my notes are a little jumbled. The couple comes back and then also Matt gets the uh, date card. Uh, oh, yeah. No, Ryan and Jamie are still on their date. But at that point, Rudy is talking about how she is into Matt and she regrets not kissing him and she wants to talk to him about it. Matt then right, gets the right. date card and he's a little bit like, well, after that last night with Rudy, it was a little weird. I don't know, you know, why she didn't kiss me or whatever. And all of us are like, we can tell you why, Matt. Um, yeah. Uh, well, OK, so here's the thing. He has it. He has the conversation with Mel and then he has the conversation with Rudy. Um, And then, of course, he ends up he ends up asking Mel and then Rudy's getting upset. But I felt like she talking to the other girls twisted a bit I'm, I'm not on Matt's side by any by any means but Rudy twisted it after talking to the girls yeah. and being like he asked me like like do I want to go on the date like I'm gonna take you on this date that's not what fucking happened no. he said I'm pretty sure he said what would you do like on a date with me it was or asked some kind of like general question. Like yeah, that. it was it was one of those things where and even if he would have said close, like actually even said, like, I want to take you on this date, like, which I don't think he did unless they cut that. But I I feel like they would have shown that it, it. It was one of those things where like you read between the lines, right? He's pulling right. aside you and another girl and he's like, 
you know, being like, oh, what do you want to do? I, I I really like you. I'm vibing. It'd be fun to go on this date with you, whatever. And you know, right. of course he's saying that to the, like, that's just what you do. I, I don't know. It's, it's right. just, it's, it's a version of the bachelor. Like this is just what happens. So when she then, <laughs> when she then, uh, decides that she's going to be like he had officially asked me it was like i didn't get that and i didn't get that vibe from him no he she was trying to make it a barnett situation and it wasn't that's right that's right it wasn't it just wasn't so i was kind of like that that immediately sort of tweaked me a little bit because i'm like i get that you guys were vibing the night before but like i don't think he you never really like laid claim to him and and i didn't really see See, get the impression that he was like leading you on and it also has been less than 20 it's been me. less than 24 hours and so <laughs> i feel like the level of unhinged that she became after he asked mel on the date was like was a low a little bit scary like yeah. not only are you freaking out and telling all the the girls you are now singing a sad song mourning by the, the most piano. dramatic ass piano song about like being like the she was yeah even though, even like, though, man, what I a voice. I don't know what song it was, but she was just like, you know, <laughs> it, it was doomed forever. <laughs> we were never going to work. Or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. she was singing. I was just like, wow, really? This is how you're reacting. This, okay. this seems extreme. <laughs> <laughs> this seems a bit extreme. extreme. <laughs> um, well, then, yeah, so she's freaking out. And then we just have a, a quick glimpse back at Ryan and Jamie's date. Um, and, you know, they they lay down whatever the tracks and Ryan's voice and all that. And then they're on the Capitol Record roof. They're kissing, but it's definitely not it's, even close to the makeout session. It's lukewarm. It's lukewarm. It's not even close to the makeout session that Trevor and her were having. And I'm like, Ryan, I wouldn't do you dirty like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. Wouldn't do you dirty like that. I would be sucking your dick on the <laughs> roof of Capitol Records. You better believe my guy. Literally, my guy. Um, <laughs> and then what? They don't get a dinner date? Like, they just go back? I'm just picturing the outline of you guys at sunset on the Capitol Records I'm making moves. I am not letting this man go. <laughs> I'm laying claim. I am laying claim. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like what? They don't get an evening portion of the date? They just go home after that? I guess. Like, These okay. are short dates. Will you see that? Which I'm actually fine with. I don't need to see your dumbass conversation for like yeah, three I hours. I don't need the lengthy dates. Give us the drama. Like, I don't... We want to <laughs> see the chemistry. Yeah, we want to see the drama. We don't really care about everything else in between. Exactly. We already established that you had brain surgery. You got a new lease on life. Glad we got that out of the way. Let's move on. <laughs> Let me see you playing that guitar, playing that piano again, okay? That's all that mama wants. Um, Playing my heart. <laughs> well, we then see uh, Chris and Bree, and they're talking about how they like each other. Um, they're cute. I think that they're really cute. And uh, he's see, we, Chris says that he's going to make Brooke sing him a song, or Brooke, Bree sing him a song, Um I keep literally calling her Brooke Shields, uh, but we <laughs> never see her sing. I'm anxious to hear. I'm anxious to hear everyone. I'm, I'm super excited too. now to hear all these different vocalists. Um, well, we then see Rudy talking about Matt and she's telling all the girls that she's pissed. She's retelling the tale. It's 
Not quite exactly what happened. No. And then she's now making like setting the girls off against Matt. So Savannah and Becca are like, hell no, we are not into this. And she said she hopes that Mel and Matt's date goes terribly. (laughs) Well, the plain white tees, I guess, are hurting for a paycheck because they're playing on this little backyard stage. And I mean, that lead singer is looking old. They're getting old. They're getting up there. Uh Hey there, Delilah. That I mean, what what a banger! But that was quite a minute ago. That that song was a long time ago. Um, and you know what it looked like? Have you ever been to a so far, a so far show? No. They have them. I think they have them in L.A. and they have them in like New York and Chicago. I think in a bunch of cities. And there are these pri- these small private shows where they set up on the ground. You know, um, they take place in different backyards or whatever. And you have like sometimes big name musicians and they have they have the rugs and the pillows so when they walked in and there was other people there i do have to say props to the bachelor because i liked that there were other random people there watching it and it wasn't a private show with just matt and mel and the plain white tees because that would have made me feel so uncomfy and at least walking in there's the energy of other people around you where you're not just like cool it's just me and whatever the lead singer of the plain white tea's name is in true. my face. Absolutely. Singing true. into my eyes. Um, well, their date's pretty. There's not much to comment on. Like he said later, like there wasn't that much chemistry between them. It's just. Yeah. It fell flat. It fell flat. And I think that Matt. And that was a music pun. <laughs> and that was a music pun. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I wonder too, like, was Matt is the only reason he took Mel because Julie, uh, because Rudy wouldn't kiss him. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, then we see Rudy singing back at the mansion and yeah, her dramatic ass. Yeah. And, and in that moment I go up, Rudy's about to have numerous guys interested in her because her voice is mental. Her voice is, you know, regardless of the drama, She's also got a banging bot. I don't know if you noticed when she headed for the hospital. Oh, oh, I noticed. Yeah, we did too. <laughs> oh, I noticed. <laughs> the men, I feel like Rudy is a sleeper here a little bit. And I think some of the guys are going to start coming out of the woodworks and start vibing on her because she, with that voice and all these people are there going like, you know, they're, you know, people are there to get a ticket to fame. And they're like, oh, I want to be connected with this this girl because her voice is insane this is true i didn't really think about it in that way i was thinking about just people being attracted to each other based on their talents but then also that makes sense like because think about it like even if you like one of the contestants right one of the other contestants and then you hear them sing and your their voice is mediocre you're like well i guess we could make it all the way and be like a cute couple that everybody likes but we're not going to get like the song that's all over Spotify that everyone's downloading. I need yeah. to be with a real ringer of a, of a, of a singer <laughs> to be able to it's really totally make it. true. And I, I really didn't think about it from that angle, but that makes a lot of sense. It's all about, so. it's all about the, uh, all about the uh, strategy here. All about the strategy. Also, who's, who's going to compliment my voice? <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, before we get into the cocktail party, I want to take a little, yeah, little minute. Um, yeah. All right, broads. Well, sex ed. 
<clears throat> has come away since the days of condom on the banana pregnancy prevention demos. There's Thank there's you. no doubt about that. But one thing that still feels very archaic and shroud in mystery is family planning and fertility education. We are taught all the tools to prevent pregnancy, but what about when you want to just plan ahead for it? Well, Modern Fertility is here to help guide you through your family planning. No matter if you want kids today or someday in the future, the information you need to make the best decision for you is now easily accessible with their at-home test. Simply complete the finger prick test, mail it in with a prepaid label, and Modern Fertility takes care of the rest. And I talked about this last time we did a Modern Fertility ad. One of my friends took the test, was able to find out that... um, Certain hormone levels were low that could possibly impact her fertility and her mm. egg count. And she was able to to then go to a fertility doctor and start discussing what she can do now to to help her have the best chance oh, of wow. having children in the future. So it, like, it, it can really, really impact um, your life. So traditionally, tests like this have only been accessible through doctor's office. Uh, through the doctor's office and that can cost upwards of a thousand dollars and modern fertility believes that everyone should have easy access to their fertility information no matter what Uh, the whole process really is so easy after sending in your test you'll receive your personalized results within 10 days um, that will provide an in-depth look at everything from egg count to hormone level will also signal any potential reproductive red flags like Becca yep. was talking about. If you want to further review your results and go over options for next steps, Modern Fertility even lets you speak one-on-one with a fertility nurse. And Broads, I feel like right now, especially too, this is one of those things where you hear it and you go, oh, I should probably do that because I'm thinking I want to have kids in the future and check if I have any red flags reproductively or whatever. But you just kind of don't have the time and you put it aside. Right now, we're all just sitting around at home we're here i feel like this is a good time to check that out because you can also like i said it's all online or online or over the phone where you can review your things and talk to a fertility nurse on the phone so anywho yeah and right now modern fertility is going to offer our listeners 20 dollars off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty so that means your test will cost only 139 dollars instead of the hundreds or thousands of dollars it could potentially cost at a doctor's office so you can get 20 dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty that's modernfertility.com slash chatty All right. Well, back at the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, Sheridan is spilling the tea about all the couples. He's saying it's Chris and Bree, Danny and Becca, who we don't know who the hell Danny is. Um, And and then Brandon and Savannah. So that's when we find out that like Sheridan's one comp, like the competition that we thought was his only competition uh, is now talking with Savannah. Um, And then. Uh, Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, nope. Nope, go ahead. You know we're going to talk about the same thing. Chris Harrison smoothly comes into the room and he goes with his hands. I kind of feel the gravity in the room tonight. Trevor, are you feeling it? Trevor, do you feel the gravity in the room? You know, gravity, like, working against me. (laughs) Gravity, stay the hell away from me. <laughs> I was just like, My guy? oh no, Chris. <laughs> Are we going to have a, a pun every, every, 
I sure hope so. I I need oh I need a, God. a pun in reference to whatever song they're singing, whatever artist they're covering that week. Well, Trevor, then you know, balls to the wall is like in front of the entire group says. To be honest, I'm kind of stressed. I focused all my energy on the connection I made with Jamie. Oh my God. And I would be super sad to go home today because I don't know where I stand. Balls to the wall. In front of everyone. Like, Ryan is just looking That's at him. That's a move. That, That's a you move. You know what? It is a move. It's a very, it's a bold move. And I think that it's, was, and he then, that was the correct move for him because Jamie, sweet young Jamie, was just like, oh my God, he's willing to... Be vulnerable in front of everyone like that. He's going to put it out there. He is not afraid to talk about his feelings and express them to everyone. And he's also like so like tough and brave because he said it in front of my other suitor, Ryan. It was a move. I couldn't believe it. I I literally I I, I kept I, I stopped the show and I was like, wait, is this is everyone here hearing this right now? Is this an editing thing? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was wild. Um, also in that moment, uh, I noticed that, uh, Michael Todd definitely wears lipstick. <laughs> Maybe they're just really jabbed. <laughs> no, it was definitely like a, like a taupe color a little bit. Show makeup, baby. Stage <laughs> he makeup. He was going a little hard in the powder and the, uh, and the lipstick for the show. That's for sure. For the cameras. I love it. Well... Speaking of lips, uh, Josh, I guess is his name. Yes, yes. Is macking with Julia, and he kind of looks like a bald version of the guy from You. Yeah, he does. He definitely has kind of that that pen. Was his pen Bagley? Pen Badgley? I don't know how to pronounce his name. What kind of fucking name is that? (laughs) Um, He also reminded me. You know that um, it was a it was a uh, video game and then became a movie. Hitman. I didn't see it. Kind of reminded me that he's he's very handsome yeah he is he's very handsome and sweet sheridan is nervous and at one point he was just like he's attractive he's bald and he, and that was like one of the things that sheridan. i'm like my dude you you have the long you have the locks. locks supposed to be like what does he have on me he's bald uh, yeah aren't you trying? wanting to talk about your luscious locks like sweet sheridan was just feeling so nervous and insecure <laughs> He's he's looming in the background. He's literally just them. like <laughs> I wish he would have had one of the huge wide brimmed hats on, and all of a sudden they just see the shadow of a hat come over them <laughs> as they're sitting there. Milady. Oh, Sheridan's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, he cuts in yeah. very awkwardly, and then he sings her a song that I I just found it cringy that. It was one of those moments that we've talked about that we uh-huh. were expecting where it's like I would feel very uncomfortable yes. if someone sat me down and started doing that. But to each their own. Yes. And, you know, I don't want to rag on him too hard because he's our he's our teddy bear share. Yeah, we we love him. Our teddy bear share. Teddy bear, oh, I like that. Teddy bear share. Teddy bear share. Um, yeah, I don't want to rag on him at all because he is sweet. Um, but he 
but I, I felt the same way. I felt very cringe. I'm also very skeptical <laughs> always whenever a musician is like, I just wrote this song last night thinking about you. I'm like, oh my God. you've had that oh shit in the bank, locked and loaded for a while. This is a melody you've been working on. Maybe you change yes. the lyrics up a little bit, but yes. make no mistake. Uh, you've had that prepared for a hot minute. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, we get a glimpse kiss, that they kiss. So that's nice. yes, they yeah. do kiss. Well, and then we get a glimpse that like Mel is crying, talking to Gabe just out of sheer emotion. And I don't know where that came from, but it's looking like Matt's plan to circle back in isn't going to be super effective. Yes, definitely not. And then on top of to circle back in on. Yes. And then uh, and then on top of that, right before that moment, we had seen um, Rudy talking about Matt uh, but she just as like, she was oh watching him at the bar and she was like pretending to like puke talking about him to other girls. I'm like, girl, you need to, you need to lighten up it, about the situation. Yeah, it's, he didn't he didn't do you that. He Let didn't bygones be yeah, bygones. He didn't do you that dirty. This wasn't like a Blake on Paradise situation where everyone's no. angry. Like, you know, it was it was annoying. Fine. But you got to let it go. Um, well, yes. she doesn't let it go because Matt pulls her aside and girlfriend, he right away is like, you look so good. And then she's like, "Okay, I'm just going to cut you off so you don't waste your breath. I'm like, this is very dramatic. Oh, yeah. And she just started laying in. And it was kind of hilarious because at one point he's like, yeah, I do do this. Like, yeah, I am like that. (laughs) I was like, well, okay, well, at least he's being honest about it. Uh, All right. It was uncomfortable. She she went in on him really hard. um, And he then also he wasn't he wasn't being rude, but he also like had you could tell that he was like there was that he was part of him was kind of like um i'm sorry you feel that way and i feel like you're misinterpreting what happened and defending himself and i feel like you know he had the right to because i don't think he said that but there was definitely a chip that he had he was not it it wasn't like a oh my god i I like her and i'm gonna try to convince her otherwise because i you know i made a mistake it was kind of like no it was like this desperate like i need to have a girl right it was very much like i'm gonna get kicked off the show and he was like this girl's crazy and then goes back to the other guys and is like i just went like six rounds with i forget who he compared her to some you know monster or something like that Uh, and yeah it was just kind of a mess and she's yeah it was and on one end i'm like okay well i don't think rudy i don't i wouldn't necessarily be like yeah girl get him on the other hand, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I, I don't know. Both of them I was just kind of feeling meh about, but didn't feel super like pull like had a had any kind of polarized feelings about either of them. I could do without both. Same. Very much same. Yeah. Um well then there's that moment with Michael and Rudy for a minute where he's singing her, Oh, of course, hot touch his song, but this time he's got oh, a guitar. My God, everyone is around him, like cheering. These people are egging on Michael Todd and Michael Todd thinks he's the God of the house and doesn't realize that everyone is making fun of him. Like he has no concept that everyone is making fun of him. Um, he's even like at one point, Rudy bends over, shakes her ass and her ass like comes out and Bree is like, oh, my God. And Michael Todd thinks that Bree is like giving him a look and is like, yeah, and you're like, no, she made eye contact with Rudy's fabulous ass <laughs> and is just shook up because of that. It has nothing to do with you. 
or your lipstick. <laughs> Michael Todd's like, the ladies are feeling me. I have, I am secured a spot. Let's go. <laughs> Good to go. Um, my God. Yeah. Well, then we have the Jamie Ryan, Jamie Trevor situation again, her and okay. Her, okay. Yeah, her and her and her and Ryan, you, you see it and you're like, well, I just don't see the chemistry with them. Um, no. Yeah. But then, but yeah. Trevor's like, can I play a song real quick? Also by John Mayer. Um, Trevor, get out of here. <laughs> I love it because he goes he proceeds to play. He goes, have you heard of that song? Slow dancing in a burning room. And she's just like, yeah. The irony of this is that I don't think he was aware. Uh, no, he actually think they did talk about it, but I don't think it was like he was also trying to pull another John Mayer song out of his ass. This is just the song that he's played for every girl that he's ever slept with since the 10th grade. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. So. It just sort of happened that she and Ryan had also been doing a John Mayer song that Trevor had this one ready for <laughs> whichever girl caught his fancy again locked and loaded it was prepared you know you know what all this Ugh. all this uh like what I wanted after seeing all this the only thing I wanted was to see Ryan play slow dancing in a burning room <laughs> that's all that I wanted after this seriously that would have actually been, I was not I was unimpressed with Trevor I was like this reminds me of that guy in high school that would always go around with his guitar and play Weezer's sweater song <laughs> and do his rendition of that, like at lunch. A lot of beach bonfires, and, lots of beach bonfires for sure. And like hot, yes, decent voiced, yes. I mean, there's not much more than uh, the, the though. There's not much more going on. At the on. end of the day, you know, he's in a house. I will say, at least from what we've seen so far, he's in a house full of musicians who are a lot more talented at the end of the day but he had that face on like he knows he's the shit because he's he is attractive and he's i'm sure he's gotten a lot of attention and Katy perry thinks he's beautiful I, and he also probably he's he has this mentality that he's going in and he's the veteran because he's already been on american idol and all these other peasants have not <laughs> so true and i think he got eliminated like round two real quick like yeah sweetie real quick like i mean I also think Jamie just knows in her heart that he's not a good guy. I think this is why she's experiencing all this conflict. I don't think she has like a lot. I mean, I think she one she feels bad for for Ryan because she knows he's a good yeah. guy. So she feels bad. He took her on the date, all that. But I think she also knows that probably what would be best for her emotionally, relationship wise, would be Ryan. Yep. But you know. Yeah, you know, I felt for her in this part, if I'm being honest. Like, you can't help who you've got that burning passion for. And unfortunately, sometimes people try to take the person that they just have burning passion for and make them there forever. And it's like, yeah. you know what, Jamie? P Trevor's probably... Wise words. Thank you. Trevor's probably going to be a person that you guys would have great sex. He'd be a, a, a fun hookup. But Ryan's the husband. And, you know, unfortunately, though, you yeah. can't force it if you're not, you know, feeling it. Trevor's also not going to really text you back and you're going to be 
justifying with yourself of like, oh, well, he's probably just busy with this and that. And you're just going to. Yeah. Or he'll just he'll he's he won't guy. text you back 90 percent of the time, but he'll text back that 10 percent of the time yeah. to give you hope. And so then you stick around and you yeah. always initiate the texts. And it's just. Yeah. And you always justify why he doesn't get back to you. You're like, oh, well, he's working on a He's probably working on a track right yeah. now. You mm-hmm. know, his EP's coming out. You know it's, when you're in. You know when you're in on. the studio, you have to keep the phone on silent. You really, you know, you you, you keep your head down and you grind, and and you don't want to be, you know, influenced by any outside meanwhile, noise. Right he's now, he's literally just. <laughs> meanwhile, he's just literally on Bumble or Instagram, and he's just swiping up when he sees your text. Just like clear it from the notifications. <gasps> oh, it hurts in my body. I know that's, that's, that's some real I know, shit. That's cr- oh. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling like traumatized thinking about past experiences. Ugh. You never want to think it's happening to you, but, it but does. you know what? Every single one of us has been on the other end whether we want to admit it or not. I know. Oh, oh, that's facts. I know I've sent nudes to guys who have just swiped up on the notification and kept doing whatever they're doing. Oh. Becca, that just literally hit me in like the t- a part of my of my body that hurts so bad. I'm like, oh my God, no, I, I know. I am literally thinking of the person that I'm like, oh, I know I sent that nude. And it was like, oh, love this. And that was it. And just fully swiped up. So hot. Yeah, just like <laughs> reply. Just like didn't even open it. Did the note of the thing where you can reply to the text without actually opening it and then swiping up. Just just liked the image. Didn't even respond. <laughs> And you're like, not even a love on the image or an exclamation point on the image. Just the like. Oh, my body. Oh, man. Well, yes, that is 100 percent what's going on. And she's Um, she's freaking out. She doesn't know what to do. We all know what she's going to do, though. I mean, it was no it was no um, question what was going to happen. And all I know is all that I cared about was like, who was going to. If Ryan goes home week one, I'm quitting the show because I found the love of my life and I need to see him more. And if you're going to do us dirty like that, like someone save him. So I was really going back and forth because I was like. Reasoning with myself, I was like, fuck, I don't remember seeing him in the previews. So like, is he about to go home? Shit. But then I was also like, no, they've got to keep that drama around because she's so torn. So they have to find someone to give Ryan a rose. So I was really just going back and forth in my head like, yes, is he? Well, they have the rose ceremony. And of course, Chris Harrison's like, ladies, listen to your heart. (laughs) It's real cringe this season. Um, So Savannah goes with Brandon. I love how they did it, by the way, how the couple has to walk out and then they're guessing which couple is like, so they, they don't know. I thought that that was I really know, that fun. Was weird. I thought that it was cool. How they just, yeah. Um. So yeah, Savannah chooses Brandon and we see Jul- uh, Julia kind of throw a shady look, which was weird, which made me a little nervous. Like, is Julia still vibing on Brandon a little bit? Yeah. And I'm now I'm, I'm a little nervous for our share bear. I felt bear. like... I felt like I knew Julia was going to give Sheridan the rose. Felt like I knew that. See, I feel like I I thought she was going to give Sheridan the rose because Savannah and Brandon are established now. But I'm wondering if Julia didn't get over Brandon. Brandon just moved on to Savannah. And so then Julia was like, all right, well, I like Mm. Sheridan, too. So I'm going to go there instead. Because that was a kind of a weird look. It kind of shook her head like she was annoyed at the situation. So I don't know. 
made me a little nervous. Made me a little nervous. Um, well, I was going to say, oh, 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 oh. Um, what I need to talk about. Yes. Is the fact that Trevor was wearing a corduroy jacket. With a Sherling, I don't know how to say it. Sherling, Sherling, which which way do you say it? Shirling? I say Sherling. A corduroy jacket with a Sherling collar at a rose ceremony. He's the new Jed, my friend. He's the new Jed. <laughs> Who does he think he <laughs> how is? How dare you? Put a little sass into that outfit, bud. <laughs> Throw on a suit. Come on. Even if it's, uh, you know, one of those branded, I remember showed up at the beginning of the episode wearing a suit jacket, but it was made out of like, out of like wool. It was very, and it was yes. like, is, he, is that a sweater? But it was actually a suit jacket. <laughs> there was definitely some decisions. There were some choices that people made fashion wise in this episode. <laughs> um, well then Mel and Gabe are together. Becca and Danny again. Who's that? Um, uh, then Bree and Chris and, um, then, of course, Matt is like, who's going to choose me? And yeah. uh, Cheyenne, who we saw nothing of in this episode, chooses him. That I also felt like Matt was going to get a ro- yeah, I was like, OK, they, they, he's got to stick around for of the drama. Course, of course, they want the drama. Um, and then Julia and Sheridan. Uh, and then Jamie, she chooses Trevor. How dare you? Um, and what I loved is that everyone was so, like you said, everyone really loves Ryan and everyone was super nervous that he was going to go home because they wanted to keep Ryan around. And then Rudy does us all a solid and chooses Ryan. And she says that she could see herself falling for him. So now I'm like, oh God, are they going to have some romance? But in the preview, we see Ryan in the final performance with a girl that we don't know. I know, and I kind of hate these previews because I feel like they're giving everything fucking away. Right? Unless the clip of Ryan, it was another stage. Like, maybe there's going to be a couple I know. Stage, per- that's, stage performances. That's what I was thinking, too, actually. I'm like, this could also be part of, like, one-on-one dates. Like, I don't actually know if, if these clips that we're seeing are of that, like, final performance. Yeah. I, w- I, was, I was grappling with the same like, thing. Like, maybe that... that- uh, woman that he was performing with is some famous artist that we don't recognize who he's having like a he's having a performance with you know someone I don't, who's who's not even on right. the show I don't know um, right well I mean the show's looking looking exciting because we see a preview and a blondie is showing up and she is coming in for Trevor and apparently she is friends with Trevor's ex and she is confronting Trevor and he has lied and cheated and blah 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 Um, and Jamie's panicking because as we found out at the beginning of this episode she's been cheated on by every guy she's been with so here she goes again Um, and yeah we see we see Sheridan and Julia singing and kissing so hopefully their love love blossoms Um, it looks like Chris and Bree are continuing their love um yeah i mean and then we get a preview of all these uh artists who are going to be like judging their performances and huge crowds before the corona times well also i'm like what are what are these bachelor people doing judging their chemistry that was kind of that was where i was like all right the famous bachelor couples are (laughs) judging their performances and not just say that like 
you obviously are allowed to have a very strong opinion musically if you're not a musician. Of course. We all listen to music. Like, but we like, can know what something's good or not. But like, yeah. I'm going to be dying if that's what they're, they have them, they have the, they have the artists there to judge the music and then they have the successful bachelor couple to judge whether or not I they're really going to love. I felt the passion. I can tell. I can see the connection. I can tell this relationship truly, truly is going to work for sure. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> right? <laughs> These two, I know I've only seen them for three three minutes performing a song. They don't have the forever. You two have the forever. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing so here? I can't tell? wait to see. I'm so excited. I I'm hyped on this. Damn, we I'm like actually floored because we got through this recap in two hours flat. Let's go, baby. We did it. Well, I'm yeah, I'm like, okay, this is this is a good sign. <laughs> this is a good sign for this season to come. This isn't like a love is blind, we're gonna be having three and a half hour episodes. That's true. That's I hope true. You guys like those, I am um, still well speaking kind of makes me happy. Speaking of Love is Blind, um, if you've been following along with our Love is Blind saga, we have been having a lot of fun recapping it. And so Thursday, in two days from when you're probably listening to this, we will be recapping our final love is blind episode episode nine and ten yes. and chatting about the reunion episode 11 a little bit um and then that will come have our love is blind recapping session come to a close obviously then we'll be recapping um continue to recap listen to your heart dropping those episodes every tuesday and then like becca said at the beginning um our thursday episodes are going to start to include again non-reality tv show recap episodes with some guests and some fun topics so please send us along all of that um and if you like this five stars is always appreciated a rate and review for those of you that are in quarantine you have nothing better to do go smash those (laughs) five stars it'll take you five seconds and Apple thank podcast. you so much to the many of you who have done that already. Oh, also, 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 also. What? Uh, I also, Broads, wanted to give a gigantic shout out to our Facebook Broad Squad. Um, so a few of our Broads put together a Chatty Broads Facebook group for us. How can people How can people find the Chatty Broads Facebook? So I'm going to make sure to link it in. If you go to at uh, Chatty Broads on Instagram, I will put it in our link tree. I'll have a link to the Facebook so you all can attempt to join. Becca and I do not run this. This, this Facebook uh, was started and is run by a group of broads. And I want to give them the shout out. Uh, Felicia, Alea, Larissa, Jenna, Caitlin. These broads are literally killing it. Okay. When you go on the... That is so much work so to admin much work. a page like It takes that. a lot of work. And they not only are they adminning it, they are like starting amazing conversations, support groups. Like I'm seeing on our Facebook page so many, especially now during this... Um, quarantine you guys are having zoom parties we have different broads who are needing help and other broads are helping them out like it is it is so touching and i just wanted to make sure that um if anyone doesn't know about it we will put the link in our in our um uh instagram bio so that you can find that and like i said again uh felicia caitlin jenna larissa alea you broads are doing the Lord's broad work and we are so grateful for <laughs> you and they've touched a lot of people it's and awesome. it really means everything and we love you all and yeah definitely check that out if you're not a part of that already 
Um, it's so special to see people connecting. I like know. That. It's just, it's, it's cool. so wonderful. We've also had some broads and we'll put it on when we know about it. Um, we've had broads who have been, who since the quarantine started have done like, um, live, like live stream yoga sessions for the broads and like different activities oh, and my classes. Gosh, I love that. And it's so cool to have each other and like be this family and, yeah, I mean, and again, like, you know, Becca and I have said before, we we have, you know, there's a good amount of stuff that we have going on. So we're not necessarily always involved outside as much as we have the opportunity as much as we want to. But to know that you all through this podcast are connecting and finding each other and finding friends is like the, the coolest, most emotionally wonderful thing that I can wrap my brain around. Yes. And yes. I love it. And definitely. Oh, so... So shout, shout out. out. Anywho. And we love you all. I can't wait to continue recapping. Listen to your heart. I can't either. It's going to be fun. So you'll hear us chatting more about it next Tuesday. And then, yeah, Thursday. Wrapping up a Love is Blind and off we go. And off we go. Broads, uh, Becca, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Chat soon, baby. Chat soon. Chat soon.